It's Wednesday night. It's Wednesday night wherever you are. It's Wednesday night all over the world. It's Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike. Episode number 120. You just heard Burt Bacharach from the album. Now, Mike, is this album called Live in Japan or Live in Japan? What would you say? Let me see it. I'll have to judge by looking at it. Uh, I would say Live in Japan. Now, there were people clapping when they recognized the song, like in the audience. Yeah. But, you know, that could have just been people hanging around in the studio. I'm not saying it's not a live recording. I'm just saying I think the title is meant to be a command. Because he was over there recording a live album in Japan, and it was like, this place is great. You should live in Japan. That was this guy. This guy's in love with you by Bacharach and David. Bert Bacharach passed away at the old, old age of 94. 94 years old. Yep. Well, some people say 94 years young, but no, he was old. Do you think uh, either of us will make it that far? Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, I think so either. for plenty of, uh, lots of different reasons. Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, you know. Do you want to lay down some money right now? Sure. Uh, just a, a gentleman's friendly bet on uh, who lives longer, you or me? Well, you had a, one of us had a head start in the other. That's true. But not by much. No? A few months. I'm going to say uh, we'll, we'll die in the same week. <laughs> For one of Whoever dies second the dies a broken heart. A broken heart. Yeah. <laughs> and by broken heart, I mean uh, arteries clogged by uh, <laughs> poor eating choices over the last 50 years of their lives. Um, Wait, 50? Yeah, I ate healthy until I was like 20, and I'm going to die oh, at I age see. 70 of a, a, a broken heart. <laughs> a broken clogged up Also known as heart disease. <laughs> Poor diet onset heart, uh, heart disease. No, uh, before that, we heard um, uh, A House Is Not A Home by Stevie Wonder, a backrack song. And to start off that music block, we heard uh, Fish Music by Suzanne Chani from the Record Store Day exclusive. Seven inch record that cost way too much money. Ugh. But she's she's a favorite. I had, I had to get it. Oh yeah, you got to. Sometimes your favorite puts out something expensive, and you just have to go for it. Mike, you know how last episode we had Ben Lumsdane on the show. Everyone loved it. Yes, I do know that. But they were like, you guys didn't do a great job of keeping things on track and letting people know about Ben's whole deal, what he's doing music-wise. We never got through uh, giving him a new routine for his day. Yeah, I think so we, we left, decided we to... We left the people hanging a little bit last we got, time. But good news. Not only is Ben Lumsdane back, welcome Ben Lumsdane. Uh, thank you so much. Thank We've you. brought thank in... So uh, uh, what do they call it when, you know, you're not doing a good job and they have to bring in someone else to, uh, to fix things, a fixer? <laughs> Speaking of fixer, maybe we could get someone to fix that freaking board, huh? Like, uh, like bar, by bar rescue, like podcast rescue, one of those things. Uh, Anna and Aaron Denton are back to help guest co-host with us. Uh, ben, We're can back. you hit that applause button? No, I've been. That's what I've been sitting here trying to do. 
Oh, but that's the problem. When you hit it twice, it stops. How about now? How about now? All right. All right. I got it figured out. Back on track. Hello. All right. Welcome back in and Aaron uh, for the... Uh, Microphone on. on it's our 120th show. There's no on button. Can you hear me now? This is our collective eighth episode. No way. And yeah. your ninth episode. I th- I'd say on this app we're kind of more consultants. We're gonna yeah. Rick Rubin Ben's. Um, well, it's it's interesting. I kind of had forgotten that we never really did get through the routine. Yeah, uh, and you, and in some ways, you we two are even... experts in routine. Yep. Yeah, you I... have it dialed in. Maximum efficiency. I feel like this is these are good consultants to have on oh, this couch. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, no question. Far, and, and they both know me very well. I have my shoes off, socks off. I'm laying on the couch. Yeah. I have my eyes closed. Everyone else is standing around me. And that's how we're going to do the podcast. Yeah. It's so comfortable this way. Ruben Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to just feel my way through this one. <laughs> I would like to say you guys were talking about diet. I'm currently eating can- gummy candies and chocolate chip cookies. And let me, yeah. Ben came Please into can- the room with gummies and I said, "Get those away from me." Yeah. Aaron made me sit on the other side of the couch. I don't like candy. Because you don't want them or because you're too tempted? I do not like the smell oh. of candy. None? None. You don't like the smell of candy? No. Oh, I know that. I can see that. Yeah. I mean, I, I can, don't really go for candy. I can, if it's not that big of a deal, but, you know. Chocolate I go for, but candy I'll pass on. No. You know, when I was a kid, I loved a box of nerds, though. You love to bo- box with nerds. I love to box the ears of nerds. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Is there a nerd? <laughs> that's oh, a nerd no, falling down the stairs yeah. of Mike's high school. That one, Would you? could you guess what that's called? What that effect is called? Yeah. Stardust. Dismay. Sounds like something from like, uh, there's like a sitcom button, right? Is that it? Awkward. Oh, awkward. Oh, nice. oh yeah. I don't think so, though. Yeah. All right, so what we need to do this episode is finish your daily routine, get that down, yeah, and then we need to. Uh, we didn't. We didn't even let the listener know about your your recent albums that you've released to critical and uh, public uh, acclaim. Um, mm-hmm. They yeah, technically were released publicly. <laughs> <laughs> um, your unreleased unreleased public people album. We could probably get to the bottom, oh, wow. bottom of that. We have the whole band in the room. <laughs> wow, we we got the whole band in the room. That was a that was a project that should have gotten finished. I think. I think it did get finished, but not released. <laughs> really? Yeah. We had maybe we set our sights too high. I think so. We wanted to do a inter a, a interactive website at yeah. one point, right? Like a flash thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's video. Like an enhanced CD. Yeah, we made videos for yeah. every single thing. Oh, that's right. Forgot about that. That's a band name that I thought about stealing from you guys and using as my own. You came up with it, I thought. No, I don't think so. Did you? Mm, isn't it like no? A, that sounds like a Ben. Isn't it like a Scientology thing or a Mormon thing? Probably. I don't know, but I thought it was Ben who came up with that. Yeah, I'll take so it. you can have it. It's yours. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. great. Now I don't think I like it that much because this, <laughs> honestly, the initials are PP. PP. Is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So what's up with your routine? What do you do? Well, what did we get to? How far did we get? Can you check the no the log notes from last? I listened minutes? to the show. We got. To, sorry, go ahead. And I think you only talked about breakfast. I think we got up to <laughs> breakfast. And yeah, it was, it was like possibly cereal. In your walk, maybe your daily walk. Maybe we're having a walk in the morning. Yeah. I remember we talked about the newspaper. You did get to lunch at noontime. Lunch at you noon. You liked that classic lunchtime. But you can't always go out to eat. And then no. Jared wanted you to take a midday walk as well as a morning walk. Morning That's walk a lot. Morning. That's a lot. But I can do like a short little loop. Mm. You know, like it doesn't have, it could be a five to ten just to stretch the legs. Yeah. You know, you're supposed to be walking every hour, you know, like what? you're supposed to like, like, is that right? Like get up every hour. Yeah, you're not okay. supposed to sit since the since the advent of COVID 19s disease, I have become semi. You mean the invention of <laughs> since the invention of COVID 19s disease, uh, I have uh, become sedentary in my work, and I'm in a chair all day every day in a way that I was not prior to that, mm-hmm. and it's taken a toll. My lower back is. What's it take to get you to your desk, and why is it like? Do you have like a standing option? Network? I probably could. I don't technically, but I could arrange for it if I needed to. Doesn't that, I feel like that just moves the pain to your feet, say your back. You get one of those pads. My sister-in-law said that sitting is the new smoking. Oh. <laughs> I heard knitting is the new yoga. So when you go into a restaurant, are they going to be like seated or not? Wow. One time I did see somebody at the bakehouse, Scholars Inn Bakehouse, uh, may it rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, who was eating lunch standing up. Like had, had moved the chairs aside to stand. Yeah. Yeah, it was just, yeah. But a normal size, like a normal height table. Um, no, it was, <coughs> a, it was a, it was at the bar. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's a little less freaky, but still. Still a little freaky. Yeah. It feels like maybe you're planning on running out of the room. I don't like to eat standing up. I don't like it. Really? Yeah. You prefer to eat laying down. Laying on my back. That's a hard way to eat. <laughs> like I am right now. Yeah. yeah. It would be you hard ever to try, eat You ever like laying in bed and try to take a drink of water? Jared, surely you have uh, tried to do all kinds of things laying in bed uh, in terms of food. Uh, but laying on your back trying to take a drink. I never felt stupider in my life than when I try to do that. And I try yeah. every once in a while. I, I try. did it's it like, last night. Yeah. And I spilled it all over myself. <laughs> I feel like I've been eating meals standing up lately. Oh. D- dinners. At home? With, uh, yeah, things yeah. are things are like, uh, like uh, Grand Central Station, <laughs> railway station. <laughs> uh, I think it's a productivity hack. And you just got to, <clears throat> you know. I think the, actually we should, it could incorporate into the routine. So maybe one of the meals I'm eating standing up. Maybe so it helps know. the digestion. Yeah. Just Why not? <clears throat> Yeah. The other night, I, uh, on a whim, decided to make savory waffles for my family for dinner. And I did, but the recipe I was using, uh, I didn't think it would be quite enough. So I made a double batch, Jared Cheek style. And uh, it ended up taking forever. So while everyone else was watching Cheers and eating their waffles, I stood at the kitchen counter and ate my dinner while I continued to make waffles. How many waffle irons you got going? One. Well, oh, that's your, your problem. problem right there. Well, of course. That's your problem. Listen, I don't make waffles enough to constitute multiple irons. <coughs> All right, so maybe if you had a bunch, uh, well, you know, whatever. I were t- we were talking about me. 
<laughs> I'm just saying that's the last time I ate standing up. Yeah. Okay. So are you are you to work yet? Have you gotten work? Are you? Are you are yeah, because we're post lunch. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I've. Uh, well, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of asking you guys. Can okay. I ask you a question? Yeah. When is there a time of day when you like working? You prefer to work? I've decided that it's 11 a.m. Oh, that's great. Based on what? Based on thinking that 11 to 7 feels like a good work day. Okay, that's a there. That's a nice little parameter. Yeah, yeah, but that I don't know if that's the best way to work for me. That's what I've decided. That's what I've settled on because it feels like. Post breakfast, pre dinner. I don't know. I used to work. I used to love working late at night. Stay yeah. up super late, yeah. get deep in the zone. But that's not. I, don't, I find that not to be very sustainable. And I feel like that's the new, the new challenge in life Cigarettes. is staying, staying in the game. You know. Okay. That's all I gotta say about that. All right, but yeah, I think eleven. Well, and it's also like if I'm gonna have a, uh, someone over to work on music with me, eleven a.m. is a nice time to start. Yeah, mm-hmm. not break, too early. Break for lunch at some point. Yeah, you can get a little lunch break yeah. in. Now, when you get back from lunch and you start again, I want you to uh, light a candle or some incense or something I, to I, get the room smelling good. I usually do. Okay, perfect. I did. I invested in some fairly expensive incense. You're, you're worth it. Yeah, and it's uh, it's really love. It's actually I love it. You want to say you can't put a price on your smells? No. I had an incense emergency recently, and I (laughs) ran across the street to the head shop Uh for the first time and got some incense. Is that what we're smelling now? It was convenient. No, that's the good stuff. I I then re-upped on the good stuff, but... Uh, I got. I spent a hundred dollars on incense. Oh, not not on one. How many sticks? I would say. (laughs) I would say. I I I think about a dollar a stick. That's pretty good. Yeah. Right? Sure. Something like that. Dollar or two, maybe two dollars a stick. Mm-hmm. But it smells good. However, yeah. there are some things in there that, some scents that I don't think have smells. <laughs> you got like, some duds? Uh, amber. Mm. What it, amber does not smell like That's anything. a person's name. Amber's the color of someone's energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a smell. I am motivated by smells during my day to lead me to different Really? Parts of my day. Oh, yeah. I like, um, like coffee in the morning. Well, actually, I, I burn a little candle first thing before I do anything. Before coffee I make scent coffee. of candle. And then I go for the coffee that has a scent. And then, you know, I got the oil diffuser in my... So I turn that on. What kind of oils are you working with? Kind of are you just using, like, um, whatever oils or, like, essential ones? Essential. Yeah, they're essential to my routine Good. in my life. Yeah. Like an, like, or- an orange, maybe? They're blends. Um, okay. Orange basil? Yeah. Uh, no oranges. No, um, what about a, what about an orange? No, like, fruity scents. Like, like, it's like more... Eucalyptus. Yeah. Like a lavender eucalyptus. Lavender was you one. Know? Just They're straight up. Herbal blends. Yeah, herbal blends. So maybe you could... Yeah, you know. That helps me. The the smell. I love. And you have an assistant who can do all this stuff for you, like... like uh, Light the incense and the candles at certain times. Yeah, I have lots of interns. Perfect. Yeah, they kind of just sit around my house. I think about how if I had an intern, they would have to just be in my home. Yeah. <laughs> just be in my small Or outrunning errands for you. Yeah. 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 That's errands, errands. They're, they're called errands. <laughs> and they're my little tasks. <laughs> 
Yeah. Like Cray America Industries. I so, can't imagine having somebody to... I don't know what I would tell them to no do. No way. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. No I, way. Maybe respond to some emails, I guess, but I don't really get enough to farm that task out. Anna, your face changed there uh, in a way that makes me think you know exactly what you would do with an intern. Oh, I personally do, but I was... My face reaction was... To you say you didn't know what you'd do with an intern oh. here. I just feel like there are things that come up that we're like, oh, we just had that intern. Mm. But it's probably it's not something I'd actually want. It's more like, and, yeah, yeah the like, life things. Yeah, just are, like someone. Yeah, You have actual reason. Yeah, I, I could really use one, but. Yeah, I just go into a room and send emails. And mm-hmm. I just push in pixels all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, if any, any listeners want to apply. We could probably Text use yes one here at AD. the show. What? You probably could get an intern for this. We could probably use an intern here at the we show. Could, we need someone actually to... Uh, well, I've been meaning to do this, but I haven't. Uh, get our, our YouTube page up and running. Some oh, of, hey. One of these essential clips yeah. from yesteryear that people want to see, get those get those views, get those yeah. clicks. We need our greatest hits. We need someone to comb through the archive. We need That's someone right. to run the technology. Yeah. This is our 120th Man. episode, and you heard how clunky and rough that was. I hate... I don't... You know, this is a little awkward because I'm a guest on the show. It's okay. <laughs> Ostensibly, this is a Hollywood success story based on the captions of the last episode. But I kind of want to. I think I'm qualified for this job. For this job that I, we're proposing, because I, right I could definitely. Can you work? work uh, I can work your board. Okay. Oh yeah. Are I, you, I'm are you, very is familiar this a, with YouTube this as is, we talked this, about last this, time. Are you moving back to Bloomington? Is this an unspoken request exclusive? I mean, this is. We'll have to talk off off air about the numbers. This is right. now an interview. All right. It's become a job. And well, I also think that this could really, routine. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. This could solve my routine problems. You guys could, I could just work for you. Yeah. That's we my routine. routine. I show up here. I work the board. I hit the sound effects. There's right? a reason why Anna and I are here. That's because we're silent partners. <laughs> Angel <laughs> Unspoken Angel requests. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I had a job one time. I won't say where it was or who I was working with, but... Um, we can figure it out. Yeah. I had a job where uh, I was just assigned random tasks to do. I loved this job. But every day I would show up and my boss uh, would hand me... I worked these four-hour shifts. I was in college at the time. And he would just hand me a printed-out piece of paper that just had, a, like, my hours, like like a, like a grid of hours, one to five or whatever. And it had these blocks on it that just said the tasks I needed to complete Wow! for the time I was there. And he would just hand that to me every day when I got there. <clears throat> At first, uh, I was just blowing through the list. And then I'd come back and say, hey, I got all the stuff done. What do you want me to do now? And he was and he was quickly like, uh, listen, Mike, um, that's the stuff I had for you to do today. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. Maybe you should just take your time. <laughs> no way. <laughs> like, stretch it out, man. Yeah. <laughs> I've worked a few jobs like that. I was on a paint crew uh, at Taylor University when I was in high school and into college a little bit during the summers. And we would do that. Just I'd paint like a rail for like <laughs> a really long time. Would that have been when I, when I was a student there? Repainting the co- college for me? Yeah. I was painting the town red for you. Thank you. Yeah, I think so. Probably cool. overlapped. Yeah. I, I, I painted got, dorms. So. 2000 to 2004. 2000? No, I was 10 years old at that time. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. Start them young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Train a child in the way they will go. And when mm. they're old, they will not. Good uh, job. We Spare the job, spoil the child. That's 
Oh, that's good. We used I to mean, play there's a whole book in the Bible called Job. Job. <laughs> Steve Job. Um, Steve Jobs. <laughs> Job. <laughs> hey, I, Ben mentioned being a YouTube expert. Yeah. Uh, and I'd like to say that since we recorded the last show, Ben has sent me no less than two, maybe three. Uh, yeah, I feel like I kind of needed to fill you in on YouTube, what I was talking about. YouTube links to uh, like these masculinity pump-up guys. Charisma on command. Yeah, is that yeah. what it's called? That's one of them. The thumbnails look crazy. The videos were yeah, crazy. Bonkers. Yeah. But I just mean right away it was like, oh yeah, this is nuts. But you can see why I click on them. Oh, certainly. Yeah, no doubt yeah. about it. The caption, the the images, it's all crazy. And they're sh they're short enough that I know I could watch it all. Yeah. Without getting bored. I think yeah. I feel like you gotta be real careful on YouTube because that algorithm's so powerful. It starts to like read your mind a little it's, bit. It's uh, yeah. And then like if you see something on there you don't love, it's like that's in my brain, you know. That's yeah. happened to me with Instagram. Yeah. I. Uh, I have two friends in my life who uh, I happen to know specifically like videos of people getting hurt. <laughs> they like to laugh at that stuff. Yeah. Sadists. It, not me. I'm not one. Uh, a, a street fight video? Sure, I'll watch that. Oh, but, yeah, me too. Uh, an accident... Boy, that's not something I've ever admitted to anybody. I'll, I'll admit to this on air. Wow. I love watching street fight YouTube videos. <laughs> I do too. I, my, <laughs> sophomore, my sophomore year of college... I think I watched every Kimbo Slice video. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's a classic. Famous yeah. one. Yeah. The one where he punches that man's eye out. Oh, oh. gosh. I don't know that one. I don't want to see it. I don't know what you guys Ooh. are talking about. Who's Kimbo Slice? Uh, he, he was a street fight legend. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Turned okay. pro MMA, right? Oh. He knocked a man's eyeball right out of his head. I don't know if we can say that on the air. Yeah, I don't know either. Is it after Oof. midnight? Yeah. It is? Allegedly. No, not actually not yet. Okay. <laughs> Allegedly. Well, we can go into the details. So. Uh... <clears throat> but anyway, I send I send these I know, man. I send these videos of people getting maimed to my two friends. Just cuz like, nah, I bet they'd like this one. Uh, she's going to like this one. They're both women, by the way. Well, uh, uh sorry to interrupt, but I'll I'll keep this thought. Women love crime. True crime. They love women. It's not the men. Oh. Listen, I told you these what? YouTube videos are coming out. This, 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 I, oh no. Women are the violent ones in our culture. You, it's not men. You do like crime. Women are the ones consuming all these what murder podcasts. You there's a woman right here. <laughs> what? Let's get Anna's opinion on this. I I like crime. Yeah. yeah. You like crime? <laughs> I you often like say, when wait, wait till someone burgles your like, house and see how much you I like crime. Like when people commit crimes, <laughs> I'm interested in learning about crimes that happen, though. You like crime as a subject. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, don't I think that goes for everybody, it. though. That's not just. Women? I don't. I yeah. don't think so. Like getting to the bottom of of a mystery. Oh yeah, a mystery. You're right. A mystery. Yeah. yeah. I think that's more. Yeah. It's more the the solving it. Yeah, it's solving like Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. What happened when you sent these videos? Sure. Oh, lock yeah. homes so they don't get burgled. <laughs> and if they do get burgled, they'll be like, "Oh, this home is locked." Wow. Sure. I get. Sure. It. Lock homes. <laughs> and I love it. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sure. They could break a window, but, you know, at least the door's locked. Then it's on them. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, could you bump up the uh, background music for the in the speakers here? For, for not, not necessarily on the recording, but just for the house. Yeah. Up in the house, please. 
Oh, yeah, there so we you're, go. So you're sending, you're sending just. You're sending. That was me, Rick Rubening, Rick Rubening this. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Production. You sure ruined it. I ruined it. Ruined it. Yes, Ben. Uh, what happened? Yeah, I would like to. Oh, just now the algorithm thinks that I like those, and so they keep getting a little more extreme each time. And now, mm. when I'm just in my like, for you stuff, yeah. it shows me some like things that are like I don't send that to my friends because that's too much. Mm -hmm. This is I don't actually think this should be allowed on here. Did that person survive this thing I just watched? I'm not that's trying to. A question I do not. Like I'm not trying to yeah. look at faces of death. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's not what I want. I just like some someone doing something dumb and. Uh, having a fall, okay, fine. But I don't want to wonder if they survived or not. Mm. I don't want that to have to happen. Yeah, no I'm not head, sharing. No head injury stuff no. for me. No, no. A guy wiping out on a skateboard. I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching a video. That's on him. I I agree. You sign up for that when you get on the board. <laughs> now these Jolly Ranchers are not what I was Here, expecting. You want, when the, I you said, want some more of these? I do. Yes, but that's I not. am getting a stomachache. Okay. Obviously. So I thought I was you saying really that I've had these before, but I haven't had these before. The ones I had before were like this, only they had a uh, like a Sour Patch Kids coating on the outside. Like a hard, bristly, wow. sugary. Ugh. These are just gummies. Those are just regular gummies. Yeah. I have a question about routines. How are you supposed to exercise in your day? When's that happening? You're, what you're, kind of exercise well, you, are you doing and when? Are you talking about you for your routine? Just, or um, yeah, I others? guess so. Yeah, I guess we're talking about me. Well, walking is some. You can count walking is some. Yeah, exercise. but so far we're we're clocking twenty minutes, maybe ten minutes. So far, you like we're to up to lunch. You like to lift weights. Something about exercising how. is it gives you energy. That's what uh, Andrew Huberman told me on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is good. So confirming it's actually in real life. maybe you I'm, should get a YouTube channel. Oh yes. When I'm feeling a little. I just have been in something too long. I'll go for a run, come back, and I can often figure it out. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's helpful. And, yeah, it is hard to find time, but, I don't know, once you build it in, it's there. What kind of running shoes you got? Nikes. What about you, Mike? Rark. Are you trying to <laughs> exercise or just, like, do some stretches? And I do. I, tr I try to do a little yoga every day. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's good. I think, um... I do nice that... Afternoon yoga. Yeah. Mm. Like you do that first midday, thing. you need a little break. See, that's what I'm saying. Stretching wakes you up and uh, gives you endorphins. Stretching? Yeah. Oh. So not before bed. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I do it first thing. Yeah. If I had wow. my druthers, I'd walk an hour every day. I really? can't you do that. You should. I can't. Why? Well, one, I have a full-time job and I'm the father of two children. Those are the main reasons. Hey, man, congrats. The thanks. Those are two big things. Uh, the, the next thing is that it's just been too cold. I went to the YMCA, like I said last time, recently. But what about the mall? I can't quite do that. Mall walkers? Can't quite do it. Hmm. I love the mall walkers. I love that just as a My preference is concept. outside to just meander. Yeah. 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 I've been that's walking around a lot while I've been in town. Really? Yeah, yeah. that's good. It's a... Uh, can't believe I ever drove anywhere, to be honest. Yeah. I would drive hilariously short distances. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I would drive to the studio when I lived a block away from the studio. <laughs> I'd get in my car every day and drive yeah. to work. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it takes as long to drive as it does to walk, because you have to sit at the stop sign. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now I've just been walking everywhere, and it's so nice. When it's uh, 
when it works out weather-wise and timing-wise, I really like to walk either to or from or both to work from here. From here? Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We can't reveal the location of where we're recording, obviously, but... Yeah. It's about three miles. Nice. That's a good walk. Mm-hmm. How long does that take you? If I'm going, I can do it in 35 or 40 minutes. 40 oh, wow. minutes. About 40. To walk three miles? Yeah. I have no idea how fast that is. For some reason, that feels impossibly fast. Fast? 10 minutes a mile? I mean, I'm moving. Yeah. You know, I have a long stride, and I do walk briskly. Okay. 10 minutes a mile walking is very fast. Very? When I was in, when we would run the mile, like my fastest mile my, I could run would be like eight minutes. Yeah, my, my running splits are t- often 8.30 running for a mile. So you, got you some, might be an Olympic. Athlete. No, no, it's, <laughs> you're power walking. If you, if yeah. you are. also have long legs. Yeah, yeah, and you got that stride. When I am with walking around with my family, it's a problem because they oh, cannot man. keep up, and I'm just like trying to go. I, my father-in-law. Anytime you're with him, he's ten feet ahead of you yeah. and trying to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, which I love because he he wants to lead. We were just in the airport yeah. with him, and the man loves to go. He was the walk and talk, like the, on the he's, West Wing? Yeah, yeah. He, uh, no, no, not like that. He's he's ahead oh, of Oh, right, yeah. And he's like, he's he's looking back at you saying stuff. I, I don't know. I don't know him well, but I do I do get the the impression that he's got the you got to catch up kind of energy. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you got to. You catch up. I, I was walking uh, downtown with my extended family this summer. We were walking from the public library to, uh, where did we go? I don't know. Buffalo Louis or something like that. So, you know, a, a walk. Ben, uh, I need to tell you about their pricing structure. Oh, later. no, not now. <laughs> not I said later. That means not now. Not later, yeah. Uh, At Buffalo Louis? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my family took off and started walking and... After we'd been going for a while, I realized that my mother and I were basically arm in arm having a conversation a mile ahead of everyone else. And my wife and my dad were just back there with the kids. Just They could hardly walk <laughs> in a straight line. They're just distracted by everything. Kind of talking to each other, walking slow, bumping into each other. Just two, two stark uh, different approaches, you know. I went and saw the Nutcracker mm-hmm. at, the, uh, at uh, Indiana University's musical art center yeah mm-hmm. and uh you know it's sold out big show it's a lot like it was the last one and uh on the way out everybody's just filing out of the auditorium like basically two by two down yeah. the sidewalk just slow <laughs> walking slow, walking so slow to the parking lot that i was like i was i've never felt so impatient in my entire yeah. life being stuck behind slow walkers it's and bad. it's like not just two it's like there's like a hundred slow walkers in front of me on the sidewalk <laughs> well the there's nutcracker nothing really I can do. Uh, it, it, after seeing the nutcracker it really emotionally it makes affects think, people yeah. and makes you just like you're in this like that's true yeah you have uh, to think like, what is what, what is what reality is, what is we went to the uh iu women's fighting hoosiers basketball game last week and i noticed i took note as we were leaving the, the assembly hall, how how uh, 
quickly everyone was moving. The pace was good. Oh, yeah. Even once we got out to the parking lot, it was like we were in a horde of people, but everyone's moving. Mm. I bet it's because right. everyone was sitting down for the whole Nutcracker show, and that's like they just smoked a pack of six. It probably feel terrible. Mm-hmm. That's true. They were out of breath. Sitting down for a whole hour almost. Yeah. Okay, so did we get through Ben's day? Yeah, I think we figured it out. I'm just going to come okay. work for you guys. And we you can just we give do have someone. Stuff to do. We have someone on the line who wanted to give advice on like when you wake up in the morning and that sort of thing. All right, Mike, do you have the phone line ready? All right, we got. Uh, who's this? Who's this on the phone? We got uh, Mr. We got a Mr. Mr. Leonard Cohen is on the phone from beyond the no, from beyond I, the grave. I, I, uh, hello, are you there, Mr. Leonard Cohen? You're on Unspoken Request with Jared and Mike, here to give some advice uh, to Ben Lumsdain. I'm bothered um, when I get up in the morning. My real concern is to discover whether or not I'm in a state of grace. And if I make that investigation, and I discover that if I if I'm not in a state of grace, I try to go to bed. What do you mean by a state of grace? It's a that I've never understood. That's a kind, a state of grace is that kind of balance with which you ride the chaos that you find around you. It's not a matter of resolving the chaos because there's something arrogant and warlike about putting the world in order, but having that kind of, uh, like an escaped ski down over a hill, just going through the contours of the Oh, you have lost me. All right. Well, thank you, caller Leonard Cohen, for that. That's helpful. Um, That's helpful. So if I do not arrive immediately to state of grace, I should go back, back to, bed, to bed, baby. Yeah, you need yeah. to listen to a Point of Grace CD if you're not feeling so good, and then you'll be in good shape. That's super helpful. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's applicable to most lives. Yeah. Thanks, Leonard. Leonard just likes to go back to bed. Yeah. It's a good feeling. Yeah, not bad at all. I've been going back to bed. I couldn't. I couldn't if I wanted to. Well, I can. That's your problem. Tell us about it. Well, my, uh, my girlfriend gets up early for work. I wake up, and then I go back to bed. Wow. And I often have... Back to sleep? Back to sleep. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and have insane dreams. Yeah, yeah, that's when you have your most intense dreams. I Yeah, and this is every day Yeah, I'm doing this. Do so you I'm, I'm, I'm existing in a weird... <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, like half dream state most of the time, because all I can think about is these crazy dreams I'm having all the time now. I think it's actually... You're just able to remember them better because you're not as you're not in REM sleep. But no yeah, REM, no REM. You dream not in REM. You, I think you dream not in REM. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but you're not completely. You know, I was reading about this recently. I believe it. I have noticed when you go back to sleep after or a nap. Up, a nap oftentimes is when you have a wild. How many dreams are naps? Really. Mm-mm. I used to try to lucid dream in oh, high school. I wish I could when I was a child. Really? I about yeah, I had like a week or so where I was lucid dreaming. Every Did you make night. any cool choices? Not a single cool choice, dude. Because I was a kid, I didn't know the cool <laughs> things that were available to me. You hadn't seen now. I know exactly what I would YouTube do. Videos. Yeah, exactly. What would you do now? Well, I'd turn myself into a sigma male. <laughs> uh, I once had a conversation with someone where it, it was revealed that she lucid dreamt and didn't know that that was not what everyone did. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. It's pretty wild. That's a state of grace. Yeah. We got another call on the line. Already? Yeah. We have Leonard Cohen. Now we have uh, Mr. Neil Young is back on the phone. Oh. Hello, Neil. For being too trusting, I'd gotten screwed on eBay again. Oh, sorry to hear that, Neil Young. <laughs> I'm not sure why you called to tell us that. 
<laughs> but uh, sorry, sorry to hear that. Thanks for calling. That keeps it, happening to him. He's just what keeps happened? trusting. He bought a car on eBay. Yeah. Okay. And it then, was in bad shape though. Wait, it wasn't listed as being and, in and bad shape. I'll tell get you what. It? Or what? He got it, but it was it was not and that in very made good shape. It into his book. Exactly as you hear it. Hold on. Right now. Being too trusting. I'd gotten screwed on eBay again. That sounds like oh. that sounds like an AI Neil Young. Yeah. Uh, for being too trusty, I, I got screwed on <laughs> eBay again. I I was fascinated the other night. I got fed on YouTube um, a video of Neil Young in a record store on tour. It's probably in the seventies. And he gets real upset when he finds a promo cop. Have you seen this I've video? Seen that clip. The, yeah. the bootlegs. A, the bootlegs, right, yeah. yeah. And he's just like giving it to the store clerk and uh Something about it fascinated me, cause then he like he takes one and then leaves the other. They're like his he, records. They're his re- Yeah, it's his records. Yeah. But he's uh yeah, someone's like filming him and he's makes this big deal about it. But yeah, so is that in the book? Did you listen to the book? Is that what that's from? He's written lots of books. Oh, okay. This one was about his uh, cars and dogs mostly. Oh. <laughs> But it, as it relates I'd like to hear to about his train his, sets. Does he talk about that? Maybe he's working on a book about his train sets. Yeah. Does he have train sets? Does, oh, yeah. he's a he's a he's a model really? train guy. Oh wow. yeah. I think Rod Stewart has model trains too. Rod Stewart. Mm-hmm. Is he still with us? Yeah, I believe so. On the line. Is he on the line? He's forever young, actually. What was I going to say? Should we let the I don't know, but we can go to the next segment if this is a good segue. What's the next segment? Uh, oh, I was going to say, I uh, growing up, I had these neighbors who had a model train set in their house. And uh, I used to go over there and hang out. And you, we would go under the table, you know? Mm-hmm. And you come up through a hole in the table. And then you're kind of like surrounded by the Whoa. little train town. Oh, cool. Yeah. I bet that's what it feels like to be God. It was neat. Yeah. Yeah. I did feel like God. Right? Yeah. You just smash the trains off the table. That's what I do. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, earthquake. And I started yeah. shaking the thing. They hated that. If you were God, what, what kind of plague would you send right now? To where? America. America. Gosh. I'd send some sort of virus. Uh, it's old hat. It's in frogs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, frogs are something like... Something more... Uh, yeah, lo- well, I'd turn the rivers to blood. Well, that'd be good. Locusts, yeah. I was going to say, but I think I like frogs better than locusts. Because we had the cicada thing, and that was yeah, annoying, I liked, but... Yeah. I liked the cicada. I did, too. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad that the frogs died, though. So, frogs are out. I'll tell you, we went camping a couple of years ago, and there was some kind of a frog orgy going on in the pond behind where we were Sounds sleeping. like an opening band. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and wow, was it awful. And I didn't care if any of those frogs died. It was too loud? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Not only were they loud, but it was constant and like a weird sound. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hundreds of them wow. making Ooh. this guttural, weird, horrible sound yeah. all night long. You ever heard a squirrel yell? No. Oh yeah. Ooh. What's that sound like? <clears throat> well, Mike, it, kind of, it sounds like a... a little bit like that. Really? Yeah, kind of. I was just playing, I was playing, playing a like, recording of one. I was expecting it to be like this. No, that's more, that's actually way more accurate. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
I have seen a video of uh, (laughs) young Germans, like German 20-somethings, trying to say the English word squirrel. Oh, yeah, Uh, that's that's a tough one. That's pretty fun. Squiddle. 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 I saw a video. Squirrel. 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 We saw, I think I told you this, but we saw Bell and Sebastian. And the lead singer, Bell and Sebastian, was trying to say Hoosier. Oh. And he kept saying, Hoosier. Hoosier. You guys are Hoosiers. Hey, who's that pop guy? Hoosier? Yeah. That's kind of Hoosier, almost. Yeah. I don't know Hoosier. H-O-Z-I-E-R. It's not, that's not how you pronounce it. How do you pronounce it? Hoosier. Hoosier? I don't think I've ever heard the word, to be honest. It's not that. I actually don't know what you're talking about. I don't really either. We can't hear you, Jared. Watch You're once again not <laughs> using so <laughs> far off the mic. <laughs> not even close. Mic. Jared, instead of participating in the show, is now reading He's liner weird. notes. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I looked I over. Got the next song to play in this new segment. Do they do yeah. this song? Take me to church. Sharpen the knife. Oh, yeah. No? No, no. None of that rings any bells? Not a bell. Take Not me to church. That's a phone charger. This is the show now. I like it. I would l- I'm, I'm just a fan suddenly. Ben took over. Now I'm a fan of the show. Who's he at? Wow. Who's he at? So is that an official promotion from intern to co-host? Yeah, it's yours. To We've, captain. You've to inherited captain? it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I was reading about the origins of the word Hoosier this week. I, I love that no one knows. I love it. I'll t- uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. My sister lives in St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, Hoosier is a is a derogatory sure. term down there. Yeah. yeah. They call like uh, it's like a white trash equivalent. Yeah. Or something. Call, mm-hmm. call them a Hoosier. Yeah. Which I uh, obviously take. Umbridge with the one of the origins that I read this week was like it was that it was like a slur. Yeah. But then people from Indiana were just like, "We'll take it," and then uh, took the power away. I thought it was. For, I thought it was when you're in the holler and there's someone, someone's yeah. coming around. And you hear them footsteps. You go, "Who's there?" Yeah, that or like the um, the uh, census guys coming around saying, "Who's there?" That was one of the offered. Uh, uh, explanations. There's like the French, you know, trapper guys. There's mm-hmm. all kinds of. There's all kinds of plausible. I like it. Can we name another state where the people in the state have like a nickname? That's... Sooners. Oh, Sooners. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but is that that's? I know Hoosiers is Indiana, but Indiana University, but also. Like do everyone from Indiana is a Hoosier. Everyone yeah. from Indiana yeah. is a Hoosier. Is that? Is every is every Oklahoma right? Oklahoma or Sooners? I think, I think yeah. so. Boomer Sooner. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they all. I don't think they all take that on. No, I don't think but so. like have a name that's not Sports just a really. state. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a Missourian. Michigan. Yeah. Michiganians. I remember during the primary. Uh, I forget which one. I believe it was Bernie Sanders versus Hillary Clinton in the Democratic Classic. primary. Don't get and me started. And there was dude. a Facebook ad. Where Bernie's ad said Indiana ends, and it ju- I loved reading the comments because it just got 
dragged hard. It was mm. awesome. <laughs> you know the, uh, the 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 Gulch Boys were asked, uh, uh, talking about this on their uh, an episode. Of oh, were their, they? Uh, podcast recently? Did they get to the bottom of it? No. Oh, I mean, they were just talking about like hey, thinking, of, a... thinking of states that have. Oh, names sure. That. That's why a... it sounded familiar. I just realized <laughs> it sounds like a good crossover series. Maybe you guys can solve some sort of mystery together. Yeah. Okay. Try to get some more get women, some women to listen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe we need to kill one of the Gulch guys. Oh my. Well, we couldn't say it. We can't now. You kind of ruined it. Yeah, like I know, we but did which now, one? Which one are you going to kill? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't wanna... Is that how mysteries work? Which one of them was killed? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's pretty good. <laughs> and we still to this day gotta figure out which don't one. know which one of them died. Oh, no. God forbid. I, I'm sorry I made that joke. Oh, I would hate for that to happen. I take that back. I take it back. Is there a boo thing on here? Yeah. That's what I get. That, this is my inner monologue. That device is, it looks a lot nicer than I had imagined when I was just a listener. I thought it was like <laughs> like a big plastic thing with like buttons that you're yeah. found. No, it's it. high tech, baby. It looks nice. Yeah, it's yeah. modern technology. It's yeah. got multiple. Is it new? It's new, yeah. Yeah, wow. It's got four USB-C inputs. <laughs> wow. I don't know. <laughs> well, That's guys. a lot of options. Yes, Jared. Options. We have a few minutes left of hour one, right? Five of them, actually. Uh, ben, can we play? Can we play one of your songs from one of your Bandcamp EPs? Oh man! Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do it. Can we play Sister sure. Golden here? Absolutely. Yeah. All right, we can do that. This is a. Uh, you. We'll talk about this after the after the short break at, after midnight. Here's Ben Lumsdane with Sister Golden here. Here on Unspoken Request with Jared and Mike. It's after midnight here on Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike. Mike, how you how you doing? I'm alert, man. 
But it's not just Jared and Mike right now. We also have Ben Lumsdane, Anna Denton, and Aaron Denton joining us tonight. Hello. Welcome back for hour two of Unspoken Requests. Sop. Hi. We just heard Everybody Wants to Rule the World. A cover of that song by Chris Slar Chris Chris Schlarb and Psychic Temple. Friend of the from show. From the friend of the show. From the 45 record called Two Songs About Colts. That song's about a cult? I don't know. Well, everybody wants to rule the world. Yeah. I guess a cult leader. I don't know if cult leaders are trying to rule the world. I really. thought you said the word cult. Two songs about the Indianapolis Colts. Colts. I thought Go I was Colts. thinking about horses when you Go said horse. that. And I thought, well, wow, about a horse somehow? You said cult. Did you watch the Super Bowl? No. Nobody in here? I, I watched no. a little bit of it. I watched the, the halftime show. No. Yeah. And then as the second half started, I said, Annie, you've never seen hypernormalization, have you? You want to watch this with me? You and I put on hypernormalization Annie? instead of the second wow. half of the Super Bowl. And she watched a little bit. She was like, all right, cool. I'm going to bed. Yeah. Pa. I was actually thinking about rewatching that today. I've been I, thinking about rewatching it. I, yeah. as, I, as I put it on, I realized I didn't remember a lot of it. And I, 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 I'm going to finish this go- rewatch. In one ear out the other for me, but I enjoy yeah. in the moment listening. To I them. feel so smart. Me too. Until <laughs> I cannot recall. Any yeah, of this. I'm yeah, like, I was like, I'm sponging this information. I'm going to be able to do this, and then like, I'll be like, what was that movie even about? I don't. Uh, like, things are crazy, man. Everything's. I was thinking about the you know, canal. Man, he, He's got connected. one with that canal, and I was like, I know everything fake. about this canal. Oh, I've seen them all, but I don't even remember anything about a canal. It was all these talking heads. I remember. It's I very strange. I remember. Listening to it and being like, "This is great! This is so much information, and I cannot recall even like what's about." But it's it's interesting. I don't know. It's just the aesthetic of importance. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Power. 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 Meanwhile, the elites are struggling for power. Jackie Andrews did something a good. Power. Power. M. Curtis. Bit. What's the line he was saying? And then something strange happened. But it oh, never yeah, happened. It. But it never happened. Man, those are great. Who began acting in a very strange way? Uh, speaking of Chris Schlarb, you've been working with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, in big California, ego, big ego studios. Yeah, you were on. Uh, we did the recent Caravan. Black the Planet Caravan. Yeah, Black Sabbath. Yeah, with one of my cover uh, with the legendary Jeff Parker. Yeah, and one others. of my one of my heroes. Yeah, very cool. Bucket list item. That cool. that Chris. Uh, what made was that happen. session like? Well, it's on video. It's on video. You can watch. Well, the video. I wonder how it <laughs> I'm felt. Just kidding. I, I did watch the video. Yeah, I know. I know I'm sorry. I, I I didn't mean. To, I was just. I was no, trying to be no, funny. No, 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 Jared. I'm, it's I'm okay. Sorry, it came off as rude. I'm sorry. <laughs> what did it feel like? Um, felt good. Were you intimidated? Good or bad? Now, it's a, see, yes, Jared, yeah. your thing was better because Ben didn't even give an answer. How was it? Good. It's like all right. Well, let's well, just well, laugh well, at well, well, no, but I, I actually I don't know. I, it's that's kind of an interesting question. I, oh. I try not to think too much. Oh, that is good. Uh, when I'm playing, so I yeah. honestly, I, I I think it was successful, but I feel like yeah, I was probably a little bit more nervous than normal. Nervous, yeah, yeah, because I'm sitting right next to one of my heroes. I'm trying to like sure play a groove that's compelling, you know. Were there two drummers on that session? Mm-hmm. And what was that like? That's fun. We had pretty... Uh, like little, the Grateful Dead is what it's like. Yeah, it's like the Almond Brothers, Grateful Dead. Did you divvy up the work beforehand, or was it just like you felt each other out while you were playing and it became what it became? It's. Uh, I think that Chris kind of divvied up the work. Um, 
I may have muscled my way into playing the groove by just doing it first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't really remember. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's fun. Sometimes that happens. It's just sort of whoever starts doing it first is yeah. the one who's going to do it the rest of the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. But no, the other drummer is Tabor Allen. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, very musical. So it's really fun to just kind of not have to worry about doing any decorations. Just sort of because he's over there decorating. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. Yeah. It felt good. I'll take it. <laughs> what more do you really need out of a, a, a day at work, you know? If it feels oh, good. Do it. Feels good, do it. That's it my philosophy good, do on it. anything. We were talking about that last episode. Yeah. If it tastes good, eat it. I was thinking about that too. <laughs> if you want to eat it, just eat it. Yeah. It doesn't even have to taste good if you want to eat it. Yeah, I know. That's why I've been almost done with these Jolly Rancher gummies. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Aaron? I was just doing something creatively today and I it didn't make sense, but it felt good and I kept doing it. Yeah, good. I kind of did that too, actually, at work. I was working on a creative project that was just scratching an itch. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's useful. I'll use it, but no one asked me to do it. I've been having a hard time doing that lately. Yeah. Yeah, doing stuff that's just for fun or mm. just because I have because I want to. Yeah. Yeah. Feels like it's got to yield something. Yeah. You know. I spent a long time today doing just some fun time, like looking at stuff that I, I like. I bought the Beatles Illustrated Lyrics book on eBay. Do either of you have No. That? Did Ringo do the illustrations? No, Alan Aldridge <laughs> did. I'm really excited to get it. But what uh, songs? Is this a new book? An old book? No. It's okay. probably from the 60s, 70s maybe. I don't oh. Know. Um, I don't know much about it. I just, an illustrator, I like did cool. it. Cool. And I started to see these images came from it. And, yeah. Picked one up on eBay. That's great. You can find all kinds of things on eBay. I but don't eBay. get screwed by trusting again. <laughs> yeah. Well, I only get buy a car. Don't buy a car on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Our friend uh, CS, who used to live here in town, mm-hmm. used to buy cars on eBay regularly. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. I uh, I barfed all over one of them. <laughs> really? Yeah. Within <laughs> within days of him driving back from Florida with oh, his no. brand new car oh, off eBay. No. Yeah. I barfed out the side of the passenger uh, window. Driving home from a show at which. Uh, had you been underage uh, drinking? Oh, brother, had I. <laughs> uh, you were there, as was a matter it? of fact. Yeah. Well, I don't condone that behavior. I, can't, I don't want to indict anybody, although I feel like the statute of limitations is probably up on this one. We were playing a show at a, a triple decker venue in, in Kentucky. I believe this might have been the first XRA Fest. No, no, no. In Kentucky? In Cincinnati? No, the first XRA Fest flyer is up there on the wall. In, okay, here's the bill. They, they, were, the they bill. weren't in Cincinnati. My first band, Alexander the Great, Rodeo played, Rodeo Ruby Love, uh-huh. Love and Wife. You know I something? Curry Fries. Yeah. Were there projections you, on the wall? Is this ringing any bells? It is ringing a bell. Do you want to know something? Uh, yeah. So that was in Covington, right? Covington, yeah. 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 At uh, Molly... That's it, dude. Uh, no, I know this place. What is that place called? Malone's? Molly Malone's? Mm. Something like that. Were there projections it on the wall? It might have just been Molly's. Or video screen Molly's? Or there was a... Uh, Maybe we were on Molly? I was not. No, I wasn't either. I've never tried that drug. There was a... It's a restaurant, first floor, bar, second floor, mm-hmm. venue, third floor. Yeah. The bar's closed. Yeah. Uh, the venue's on the top? Venue's yeah. on the top floor. Bar's closed, but there's no... The doors aren't... You know... Should have locked the doors to the bar. <laughs> sure, you lock them, but they had left everything open, all the liquor cabinets open. So me and my crew of miscreant 
young men. We just for uh, refilling our beers at the tap. Wow. At a, a closed bar. Had a private, you know. Yeah, I had uh, no idea. And a, a few members of the band pilfered some hard stuff. Hard stuff. Oh, out, out of cabinets, like some fairly pricey bottles. Yeah, including some bottles of ketchup <laughs> toward the end of the night. <laughs> Alcoholic uh, ketchup. <laughs> Mike, Spiked. do we are we obligated to? To alert the authorities at this time. What's our? What do we have to do? Well, What's Ben said the statute of limitations. I feel like it's also interstate. Statute? I don't really statute. know. It's interstate. Yeah, statute. I don't really know this what was, we're. This was what? I mean, this is coming up on. I wouldn't even almost know. twenty years, maybe. Possibly. You know. Do you want to know why I uh, remember that night? Why? Uh, you had your first kiss. No. No. What? Hey, even man. better. Even better. Uh, my parents were in Cincinnati visiting my aunt and uncle that weekend, so they came out to the show, and. Before the show started, I ordered some chicken wings, right, with my dad. And uh, I was like, ah, or maybe he ordered them. I wouldn't have. That's just not a thing I order until after this day. Uh, Because I was like, Dad, why'd you get those? They're so messy, and I don't want to, like, I hate eating around the bone. And he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, "I, I can't do it. He's like, you do it like this, son. I was an adult, right? And he showed me that trick where you can take the flat and sort of wiggle the bone out of it and then eat it in one clean bite. And it blew my mind. I couldn't believe, one, that you could just do that. And I didn't know it. Couldn't believe that my dad has been doing this for ages. Never showed it to me until that day. Wow. You're old enough to take this now. Yeah. And it also felt like I I felt a new admiration for my dad. It wasn't like I felt jilted by my dad. I felt like... (laughs) Wow, I have not done my I've not done my due diligence to know my dad well enough to know that he knew how to do this. Wow. One day you'll be able to teach your son that. I can't wait. His son. Yeah. Or daughter. That's right. I can't wait. Anyway, that's what I remember. So when you're you're at Buffalo Louis, you're using that method? Oh yeah. Exclusively since he showed me that. Interesting. You have a lot of food based memories. Oh yeah. Food's good. Yeah. It's like the number two best thing in life. Sure. Let's leave it at that. Yeah, I don't want to go farther, but I'm just saying, I remember it. Yeah. Number one being prayer. That's right. <laughs> prayer and contemplation. Yeah. Yeah, anyways, yeah, I, I uh, whatever highway that is, on the way back from Covington, I, about halfway through, I barfed all over, all over Chris's car. I had a... And then I had, had to take it through three car washes the next day. <laughs> to get the puke off. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because it just baked on. Because wow, we all gross. slept in too late. This is gross. I, I don't know why I'm talking about yeah, this. On your the mom's radio. listening to this, probably. I Mom, yanked out of a car once. Yeah. Not not too long ago. Wow. Sorry, man. I was at my friend's wedding. I was in the wedding, and it was the summertime, and it was all everything about it was outdoors. So we had been outdoors rehearsing. It got late at night, and we were outside around this like pond near the hotel where we were staying. My buddy, whose wedding it was, he likes cigars, oh. so we're all puffing on cigars, right? I don't think I had been drinking at all. Uh, but I was standing talking to the bride's dad, who I didn't know very well. We were in the midst of a conversation. And everyone's just smoking cigars, and it's so humid and so hot. And all of a sudden, the world just started to spin the wrong direction. And I was talking to this man, and it, I had like this tunnel vision down to his face. I was like, hey, I'm so sorry. You got to excuse me. I'm not feeling well. He was like, oh, okay. And I went and sat on this bench and just like, was feeling very, very bad. And then the groom's brother, who I grew up with, 
was going back to the hotel and he said, I'll give you a ride. So I sat in the back of his car and we started driving up the street and I was like, hold on, Ryan. And then I opened oh. the door and just yacked onto the road. Oh, no. It was bad. I felt so bad. Uh, that happened oh. to me uh, while well, someone did that in my car one time in college. Ooh. In the car? Yeah, I was with oh. a, I was with a couple and she was riding up passenger seat. And her partner was in the back, and he threw up, and she was so mad at him. Mm. And uh, it was it was weird. It was more weird that they were mad at each other than yeah. the, the, the bomb. But Did you have to deal with it? He dealt with it. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. It was all good. Hello? Okay. Got it. That was the uh, FCC. We've reached our quota of barf talk for the show. <laughs> too bad. It's fine. What we've done is fine. We just can't do it anymore. I've got all, I've we didn't got get to a, any of Anna's barf stories. Yeah. Didn't get to hear about Anna barfing. I've got a lifetime of barf stories I could tell. I used to have a barfing problem. Anyway. Uh, you know what? I, I, I almost called you recently because I thought I had GERD. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I need some solidarity. Yeah. Yeah. You should have. But it wasn't GERD. But you're all good. You're all Fine. GERD. You're all yeah, good. I'm all good. <laughs> GERD to go. GERD to go. GERD. Before that, we heard Memory Lane by... I should say it wasn't a barfing problem. The barfing actually made it better. But it's a problem that, that has a barfing solution. so much. Yeah. <laughs> Jared, you said you had a new segment coming up, but then we just never got to it. And now we're... Are you ready for it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I went to the Trader Baker's. I had a, an afternoon. I, I had the so I had I had a day off work because I had to take unreal uh, my wife's car to uh, have a defect uh, in the car. It was recalled. Uh, they say this car is gonna potentially catch on fire if you don't take it in and let us ground this thing, fix it, whatever. Anyway. I take it there. Get it taken care of. But then I have some time. So I go over to the Trader Baker's Flea Market in uh, Martinsville with the rest of my afternoon. And I found this record. Hey, I wait. I'd bring it to the, 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 the show and we could listen to it. Yeah, yeah and while, well, yeah, you go ahead. While you're getting that set up, I just want to say that you also texted an image to us uh, to our little group chat uh, from that day at the store that was one of the most bewildering items I've ever seen in my life. That was amazing. Um, we can really describe it. it. We can describe it okay. here on the air. Um, you could put it on the Instagram page, maybe. <laughs> maybe we could also put it on the Instagram page. Yeah. Jared will put it on I, the Instagram page. It's I just saw it for the first time on the way over here. Oh, oh yeah. today? Yeah, I must have missed it in the chat. Yeah, It's really remarkable. It is so It is a, what is it, a strange. bench? Is it a bench or a box or something? I think it's just a piece of wood. It's a piece of wood. It's no just, way. It's, really? Really? it's not even a practical it's like a item. Plaque. Oh, wow. It's like a wall hanging. It's okay. Art. Okay. It's a piece Did of you art. buy this? Did I? Yes. No. I was hoping it was it's a pinch. It's still there. Uh, there. to me. I, I might go grab that. Yeah. Twenty bucks. So what it is, Oof. listener, is a nice piece of wood that's been stained and you know shellacked or whatever, and uh, it has the letters F, U, and then a Jesus fish after the F U, and then beneath that it says cancer. Yeah, yeah. Repurposing the Jesus fish to yeah. stand as the letters C and K. Yeah, yeah. Don't be confused. It's not saying F U cancer. It's letting the Jesus fish do the talk. Be the C and the K. Yeah, the C because and K. the C and K. Yeah, Christ and the K. Yeah. yeah, 
The C and the K are formed by the Jesus fish so that it says two words. One exactly. of which we cannot say on the air. No, but you get it. I just couldn't believe what I was looking at. Yeah, we'll post it on the Instagram page if you follow us on Instagram. All right, so this is, not, I wouldn't say this is really a new segment on the show, but I found this record there for 99 cents and I thought it'd be fun to listen to it for the first time here on the show. It's. Can we look at it or we have to yeah, guess yeah, what it is? It's a demonstration record for your. Uh, ben, you'll appreciate this. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. Uh, let's say you're. Uh, Leading the high school jazz band or whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you're wanting to know what uh, sheet music to buy. Well, it's a demonstration record for that, so you wow. know what kind of music to buy for your class to teach. Uh, I'll pass it around. You can take a look, and I'll play. I'll play one of the tracks. If that's right with you guys. Please do. I did. Yeah, this isn't. This is. Let's learn. I believe this should be "Smooth Operator" by Chardet. Every man in this uh, liner notes has a mustache. Oh, yeah. This is the mustache era of jazz. 73, 85. Yeah, I'm into this. If you see a track on there, either anybody that you'd like for me to play next, just let me know. Yeah. Wow. Products that enhance the jazz ensemble experience. There you go. I've got a couple of products that do that. Not legal down (laughs) here, unfortunately. (laughs) This is like enhanced karaoke. Yeah. You know? This horn, I like this a lot, actually. Oh, yeah, I would do karaoke too. M- music that sounded like this. Like any pop song done uh, arranged this way. Wow, you know karaoke, what? I would love that, actually. I, I think I've actually played some of these arrangements. Smackwater Jack. <laughs> oh, that you've played Smackwater Jack? Oh, hey, can we hear side three, track three after this? This one's going to drive a couple of these fellows nuts based yes. on my past experience. Are you on side three right now? Yeah. Okay. It's not that Paul McCartney song, is it? No, I wish. Oh. That would be a long setup for the, that joke. That's a years in the making. Wow. Unfortunately, there's not a recording reference for We Are the World. Lavender. That's kind of a nice name. It's a great name. Wow, I'm real into that, Jared. Yeah. That's nice. Here's Ben's choice. Bill Collins is taking the music world by storm, and his driving new hit is perfect for jazz ensemble in this new chart by Paul Jennings, a guaranteed student favorite. Studio Arrangement Paul Jennings Available for purchase $30 What year is this record coming out? 1985 
of the jazz ensemble with an EX7 in the band. Wow, this is cool. Yeah. Pew, pew. This is Jared Core, without a doubt. Oh, to the mile under yeah. Jared Core. Yeah, no question about that. This is absolutely Jared Core. Uh, right, right in the middle. Uh, right Jared, in the you're center. maybe the only person I know whose tastes are so specific that you could. There's a you. You've created a genre. Yeah. Based on your own interests, Jared not on Core. what the music sounds like. Yeah, I think you that's know? true for me as well. Yeah. I don't know anyone else who I say, oh, that's what so-and-so likes. That's exactly what Jared likes. Yeah. 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 I think those square dance records are really like, what is Jared to me? Oh. <laughs> Something about him just feel like. <laughs> See, to me, they feel like. Um, it was for a long time, the music of the price is right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I put that on when I wanted to of think course. of Jared. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, totally. I would like. I'm beginning to see the light. That's not the Velvet Underground song, though. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I, th- I feel like the Square Dance records for me, uh, if, uh, if I'm thinking about the universe of Jared Core, they're kind of at the outer reaches. The yeah. outer reaches? Yeah. Well, you mean like as in they're the most like uh, concentrated version? No, they just f- when I when I think of Jared Core as a landscape, when I imagine it abstractly as a landscape, mm. you're holding up your son. And you're looking yeah. at yours. Everything the light touches. This yes. is Jared Core. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then out <laughs> towards the shadow realm. Yeah. yeah. It's just out there. The Square Dance records are in. They're within the kingdom. No <laughs> question. No question. But they're just out there on the outskirts. Because wow. there's other yeah, stuff. Because I feel like there's other stuff that when you hear it, like you could be out at the grocery or you could be, I don't know, you could bump into other, in an elevator, let's say. You could hear some music that's like, oh, there's Jared Core. At a Hobby Lobby. Yeah. There's something that's smack dab in the middle of Jared Core. But the, the Square Dance records, you'd have to, you have to get out before you know that one. Hmm. <laughs> Just to, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Is it, what is it? It's, I don't know what this is. I'm good. I'm going to guess though. Well, as the uh, arch- archivist of this program now, you're going to find out real soon. Okay. Guess what? This song? This pl- oh, is that what you're talking about? This song? No, 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 the square dance. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, square you dance heard them? No, no, no. But is it, it's like square dance records with the person oh, hollering. Yeah. yeah. Calling on them. The last yeah. one that well, Jared played is my favorite. The last one that Jared played is maybe my favorite thing that's ever been played on this show. Wow. <laughs> there's one where, like, it was, it was the, the Monster Mash. Oh, okay, I gotta go. I'll go do my and homework. And there's, a, yeah. there's but, an Imagine. There's one of the ma- Imagine, but it's, a, a, it's, but it's an Australian square dance calling. It's just... The most insane thing you've ever heard in your life. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I got wild. them all. Uh, There's one here in my hand that Jared gave to me. That was a gift. That is my favorite Statler Brothers song. That Jared. Uh, wow. Gave to me. Yeah. And then Monster Mash is one of your favorite songs. It is. Yeah. Well, what's fun about those is when it's a song you wouldn't really, you know, necessarily expect to hear. A square dance. This one is actually kind of a drag, I would think, to play on the show because I love this song, but it's not. It wouldn't be like. Uh, ticklish enough right it would just mm. be like that mm. could if you yeah. didn't already know the song it's like It'd that could a, just yeah, be yeah. the song <laughs> yeah uh what we got playing right now mike i think we just heard e- easy lover now we got the big band version of uh the twilight zone i think anyway this is how you would uh find out what these arrangements sounded like if you were a, a band teacher 
I mean, it is interesting to think about. You listen to this, you'd be like, oh. I'd love to hear an amateur band play these. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Well, I bet if you go to YouTube.com and look up the name of any of these arrangements, you can find like a community jazz band recording. Yeah. Speaking of music, Ben, you're out there in California, in the the heart of uh, the pulse of the culture. Yeah. What uh, You said you had some... uh, Something to add to the Steely Dan discourse. Oh, I was going to say, you got your Steely Dan t-shirt on now, and uh, we should talk about that. Steely Dan's hot in LA. Hot? Hot. Yeah, hot. There was recently a Donald Fagan birthday party uh, featuring a lot of, uh, you know, local rockers playing Steely Dan covers. Oh. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I'm I'm pro Dan. The thing about the Dan is that it's become... Is something a bit bigger than it? It's crossing. It's crossing genres of people. You know, a certain type of person listens to Stanley Dan, and now feels like a lifestyle, sort of. Kind of like Christianity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it so started off because great. of that. You know, the original stuff was, you know, but then it just. <laughs> it's been attacked by Albini. Yeah, that's the reason it's in the news. Is Steve Albini is dragging Steely Dan, and the people have a lot to say about it. I simultaneously love and hate when that happens on the internet. I uh, just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I gotta choose my words carefully here. Well, why is that? I don't want to say I don't put my foot in my mouth. Oh, sure. I'm gonna regret. Yeah, sure. You're a professional, and you might—you never know who you're gonna be working with. Well, it's kind of interesting because what I was gonna say is something about how you should keep your opinions to yourself, and then here I am practicing what I preach. That's mm. right. Yeah, you know, that's good. I feel like uh, who cares if you like Stanley Dan or not? I think also, who cares what Steve Albini likes or not? Yeah, it's one of those you things know? where I hear and see people talk about it. I think is there a, a subtext here that I'm not getting? I'm not understanding about Steely Dan's the history of their music. That it's like disco or something. When people talk about disco and how at the time it was just like, oh yeah, disco sucks. But now people can. It's like that was about something else, while also being about the music. Mm-hmm. And not that it's the same thing. But when I hear when I th- see people so passionately talking about a band called S- Steely Dan, I think, what? is going on here i also feel like steve albini notoriously doesn't really like music that much so why would you care about his opinion <laughs> well, about the, music yeah it's the it's the antithesis of his uh philosophy about like you should be able to make a record in a day or whatever mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. Celia dan is let's labor over this for mm-hmm. years and uh you know yeah so once again with steve with albini it's more about the technical process behind everything but i i i think that there's the the more interesting thing is what you said though is uh is the more fascinating part to me what i like about watching these kind of arguments unfold is that it's like why would anyone care what steve albini thinks it's a little bit interesting to hear what he has to say because of uh who he is and the place he holds but i don't care what he says but some people care so much yeah that they come back and they have a thing to say which i think is fine and great but it's not what I would do. I also think it's really funny when people feel the need to defend artists that just need no championing at all. <laughs> like nobody needs like Steely Dan doesn't need any defenders. They're gonna they're as famous as you can be. 
you know. But then it also speaks to the weird part of a uh, music fandom where you are, which is normal, to like build your identity partly around what you like, and I think music is one of the most powerful things for doing that with, mm-hmm. uh, which is an interesting element mm-hmm. too, where it's like. No, I like Steely Dan, and it's part of who I am. That's another thing that I think I also disagree with the Albini heads, is that seems to be a kind of person that builds their identity on things they don't like. Oh, You know? Like, I don't like doing things this way. Mm -hmm. I don't like this. I don't like this kind of music. You know? I don't know. Maybe that's not true. I think it's almost a more impressive thing to do, though, in today's, like, there's so much stuff. Being able to like identify the things you don't like is so important because there's so many things. I do, uh, being an old head, uh, I do miss that element of criticism. Not hating, exactly. But just any kind of criticism. But being critical, yeah. I feel like is something, because it takes nuance to be De- effectively critical. Developing your subjectivity is a good habit when done in a healthy way. Yeah, and I think the internet has made it harder to be healthy about it. Yeah, sure. Uh, and so I, I do like when it still rears its head once in a while. And it's like, uh, you kind of you get you get a little bit of nuance. In this is interesting. Critique. I think I disagree. I feel like you're, I feel like, I feel like it's more important to overcome your subjectivity. Because I feel like generating objectivity is what's actually hard. I think it because depends. Because your taste is, I feel like in some ways your taste is inherent and and there's not much you can do no, about it. No, no, I disagree. It needs sharpened all the time. Especially if you're trying to make something. But what you're sharpening is just you're ref- you're refining who you I, I don't know. I feel like you're just more I feel like you're discarding the things that you thought you were and you're getting more to the core of who you actually are. Mm. I, I don't know if it's like I don't know if it's like yeah, I don't know, maybe not. I feel like most of the time if I discard something that I thought I liked and I'm finally honest and I'm like, you know what? I just really don't actually like this kind of a thing. It's it's because I was trying to like it because I thought it was going to get me something else. Like it would be like, I'll fit in with this person better if I pretend to like this album oh, or if I try to understand this or like, you know what I mean? Huh. Or and then. Yeah, I think that, to me that's that like, identity thing. Yeah. And then eventually it's like, no, that's not really who I am. And I don't, I don't, yeah. And it's sort of like getting back to. It's funny to me that Albini doesn't like Steely Dan because I think when I when I listen to Steely Dan interviews, they treat music the same way he does almost, where it's like we can figure this out and capture it, <laughs> but there is. Theirs is more labor intensive in like maybe a little like snootier in a way. Whereas his is more like I want to capture a moment perfectly. And the moment doesn't have to be perfect. Yes. But then like that that's is a so good example. About him, that's a like, good example. Yeah, that's a great thing you just said. Yeah. yeah. It, that's the steely. Yeah, because it is like technically it seems like the same objective, which is like Albini's thing is like I just want to get the sound of the band in the room. You know, whatever it whatever, is, whatever it is, whatever the band is, I, mean, I want it yeah. about accuracy. Yeah. You know, like I want an accurate documentation of this band in this room. And, I, and Steely Dan's the same thing. I mean, it's like those records are like, quote unquote, overproduced. But all that really means is that they're like recorded really well. Yeah. You know, like super clean. Like so it's like the hi-fi. But they took that into like 
the takes and the musicians and the right. music. Right. And he doesn't at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that that line seems so arbitrary. And but that makes sense also because Albini is like notoriously not a producer. Yeah. Right. You know. Right. And I guess the you know Steely Dan are they're sort of like yeah mega producers or something. Anna, do you like the music of Steely Dan? Yes, I do. Okay, cool. Do you like Steve Albini's music? (laughs) Have you heard? Has anybody? Big Black or? Yeah, no. I haven't heard much of his music, to be honest. Uh, I don't know if it's... Which I think is an interesting uh, part of this discussion. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Also, it seems like Steely Dan lately has been a little more uh, popular in in the culture. So it's like... Fleetwood Mac had that So it seems like something, you know, to be, uh, you know... Provocative and oh, you know, and that's the thing. I like say, I like fun. it. I like, like it as a either way. It's like yeah, as a as a uh, prompt. You know yeah yeah. I think it also it gets under the creative world skin because there's a obsession and there's a lot of thought being put into producers nowadays. And like I mean, there's a lot of Rick the Ruben stuff is like being talked about again. Along at the same time that these two people are being talked about again, and just in general, like producers are like the celebrities now. They're they're kind of like the uh, focal point of a lot of stuff. They're almost like pop stars in their own way, and uh, that's kind of an interesting turn. I, I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's not a turn. Maybe we've always no. Had I feel like it is a Phil Spector and well, that's a good point. You know, ben Lumstein. Ben Lumstein. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why I gave up trying to be a pop star. Mm-hmm. And just started producing. Yeah. yeah, just don't murder anybody, Ben. Well, else, I feel like that could be a good podcast, though. Which, which? one of the which one of the Gulch guys is going down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like a producer shout out on a on a rap song that feels like a fairly new phenomenon. Yeah, right? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Yeah, Dre. Yeah. But as far as like Phil Spector's not Phil Spector's not popping on the beginning of any of those girl group tracks, being like produced by Phil Spector, you know, <laughs> or whatever whatever his like little like a uh, yeah calling card would be. I don't want to know what Phil Spector's audio calling card would be. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have you heard Shellac? Yeah. No. I, I was watching some videos of Shellac playing and. Was impressed by it. Were but you impressed by Steve Albini's guitar belt? <laughs> that thing is. That's so what I'm saying. Awesome. Oh, now it's, I'm just gonna go off. I'm it's just, okay. I can't hold back, man. That's the dorkiest thing I've ever seen in my life. I like the guitar. That is He's the dorkiest, a- least rock and roll thing I've ever seen. The I, guitar belt. It's like he was man, wearing. You're a hundred years old. Like you should be. You sit no, down. The just video. Play sitting the down. video I was watching. He was young. I mean, he was younger. It was like early two thousands. And he had the guitar belt on, and he looked like a dude at Home Depot about to like do some. Like, That's what I'm saying. He's trying so hard to be a blue collar dude, no, but he I refuses so. to just get a, a job doing that. You know, he's like wearing the jumpsuit, like wearing the tool belt, just like go work at Home Depot, bro. Well, he <laughs> loves music. I don't think he does. <laughs> Not that I've never heard him talk anything nice about music. Well, it's hard to. It's also kind of hard to love something when it's your job, you know. Like, you know, do, uh, do you? I mean, I well, I do understand that, I guess. Yeah. But I love what I do. Yeah. You love making art. Yeah. Anna, you love to take photos. I do. You got a camera belt. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? Doesn't every camera have a belt on it? You have a camera jumpsuit? <laughs> I'm hating. I shouldn't do this. It's okay. I don't think never working this town again. Uh, I've never met Steve Albini. I like hearing what I'm you sure have he's to a nice say. Guy. I think you're wrong. Dead wrong. Dead wrong? <laughs> About what? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm actually just kidding. Okay. Um. But I, I do think it's interesting to hear the reaction you're having to it because I feel like that's what Albini put on display regarding Steely Dan is mm -hmm. a similar sort of like this is my opinion. I'm digging in. Have it, mm -hmm. which I'm for. Like, yeah, okay, do that. My opinion is uh, also based in almost no information. Totally. <laughs> Purely pure instinct. Well, that's what I was going to say earlier, too, is that, like, <laughs> I feel like when you start talking about the difference between Steve Albini's music and Steely Dan's music, it's like, you guys aren't wrong. They're both doing the same thing. But it comes down to this tiny tick of, like, philosophy. And it's like, they represent the uptight cocaine philosophy and I represent the DIY uh, but that's what I simply must disagree with because Steve Albini seems like one of the most uptight dudes of all I'm time. not saying it is that I'm saying that is where the line in the sand is drawn yeah. Yeah. by I recently had a conversation about Steve Albini with someone who knows him personally and great. just did work with him great and I was like just trying to have a conversation <laughs> And I was like, Steve Albini seems, he's like pretty intense. And they were like, no, he's cool. I was like, is he? Is he really though? Like, is he? Yeah, yeah, he's nice. He's cool. So it's like, maybe he is. But my interpretation of him is like intimidating. Yeah, yeah. All get out. Oh, that's know? funny. I don't know the guy. But my impression of him is that uh, he... Actually, might be kind of fun to hang out with, but he's going to offer up his thoughts that are on his mind. <laughs> Which I have other friends who are like that, and I like them very much, even though they're they can be prickly. I yeah. just see the most annoying takes on Twitter about this were the ones where people requoted, re retweeted his tweet, and then said something snarky about him. Those yeah. are the ones that I saw were like, Shut up. like yeah. that. Th those are the you know because I actually kind of liked that he was like. This is... He's a little prickly. But also, kind of to Ben's point earlier, it's like, it's toothless. Yeah. Who cares what he thinks? I like that he tosses it out there and is a little bit like, here's what I think. I like when a lot of people do that. Uh, but it's... It doesn't... It's interesting to watch it get people's dander up and then create this snowball where everyone's kind of talking about it for a little while. That... That arc, I like. Everyone's talking about it because Steely Dan is just like in our culture again in a really relevant way, and I can't, I can't quite understand why. Yeah, where? Like, like Jared has a Steely Dan. <laughs> shirt I mean, you got like a bootleg right Steely Dan shirt, and like yeah. those. Yeah. Are, there, there's a there, like I know there's a like people who make Steely Dan merch. And that's like kind of what they do. Um, what's up with that? I don't know. I. I just got an advanced copy of uh, the new Steely Dan book. You want to look at it sometime? It's pretty cool. We were just talking about that last time on the show. One thing I'll say is that I know that Jared Cheek has been a Steely Dan fan for a really long time. Thanks, Mike. It's real. It's real. His is authentic fandom. Yeah. yeah. One time, Hey 19 came on at the skating rink while Jared and I were there. I was like, Jared, what? <laughs> I was like, what song is this? See, that's they were smart with that one. Kiss did 16. <laughs> Well, and that's not Beatles. She was just seventeen. Seventeen, eighteen is that's boring. And Jerry, Lee, don't get started on Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh Lord, and all his songs about what? About what? 
13 year old cousins no way he married his 13 year old cousin that's actually true that's why that's why that's why he died this year that's why he's going to hell it was a delayed uh smiting oh no I'm glad. I'm happy to say we're about out of time. Hey, that's a great next topic. We should talk about all the famous celebrities who are going to burn in hell when they die. We have. You can have me back on for that ben. one. We did. We did. We that. already covered no, that already. Right? <laughs> Man, you're going to love taking the archives. archives. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are. Uh, uh, I would say no we're, we're friends. We're, yeah. we're. Hold on, Ben. You have one and a half minutes. Yeah. We didn't get to everything we we're going to talk that's about. That's fine. With Honestly, recording. I would have. I really. BenLumsdane.bandcamp.com. Yeah. We can find your your recordings. And we'll see you on the next episode, Ben. Yeah, I'll be back to talk about my career. AnnaPowellDenton.com AaronLowellDenton.com We're out of time, but here's Steely Dan with Time Out of Mind here on Unspoken Requests. Bye!